That's all here. I'm not the person that you think I am. I think you are exactly the person that I think you are. I think you're not the person that you think you are. I think that's where the confusion is. Uh-uh. Yeah. Look, just hear me on this, okay? Please? You can walk away. Okay. And I'm just gonna leave you with this. Okay. And percolate on it over the weekend like your little coffee machine. Just... You're attracted to me. You're intrigued by me. You think I'm a wild horse and you want to tame me. I understand all of that. It's the new frontier of misogyny. Take a woman who's in control of her life and then silence her. And I'm up for it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And boy, boy oh boy, do we have a doozy of an episode for you today. Ah, Vance is going to have a little victory dance going on at some point, I feel like. Well, I'm not going to march around because I got my big prediction that um, <laughs> that eventually <laughs> when that happens in the last episode, <laughs> yeah, I'll do something. Um, but popping bottles on but that no, one. we uh, we called it from the title that this was gonna yeah. be hannah's no dad. we didn't call it vance you called it all right i called big it. ups to vance well, on it, on this episode well the title kind of gave it away and just a little yeah. bit of the tease i'm just happy a tease that has happened for since the first season mm-hmm. and then happened earlier this season finally just paid off like we don't yeah. get a lot of big payoffs yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this one paid it off. But before we get into that, we got to intro the old episode. This is episode 40. 40! Season 4, episode 8, titled Tad and Loreen and Avi and Shanaz, directed by Jamie Babbitt, written by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. Original air date March 8th, 2015, to an audience of 708,000 people. Point seven zero eight million, and uh, as I said, this is a big, 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 big episode. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Uh I liked it. I liked it too. It was a good episode too. Yeah, uh, this is this episode is also the misogyny episode. Oh um, yeah, for that's, sure. That's the that's the running thread through it. A lot, of, it. a lot of people being called out on misogyny or like if people are down with misogyny or something without there being a lot of actual misogyny happening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just a lot of talking about it, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, shall we do, uh, character breakdowns? Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. All right. I I guess we can, how do you, yeah, I was going to say, how do you want to do it? Do you want to start with the big one or go, we can. St- I feel like we can lead up to the big, big stuff. Okay. Uh, we can do Jessa first. She had a little throwaway scene. I feel. Well, I think Jessa's with Shoshana. I feel like that's all just looped into Shoshana. Yeah. Let's just. But then let's do Shoshana okay. and Tiny Jessa and the tiny little bit of Ray too. Yeah. In this story. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I figure that's all Shoshana. Yeah. So Shoshana is hanging out with Jessa, and it looks like Shoshana's like. Uh, plucking her vagina hair or something uh i wrote down tweezing her pubes but maybe yeah. picking out ingrown <laughs> hairs from a like i don't know she's just sitting on the toilet 
with her underwear on, but she's picking yeah. around the bikini line area. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Hey, that's just some shit that us boys we're not gonna know about. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna fathom to understand it. But uh, that's what I saw. Uh, not sure if that's what was actually happening, yeah. but uh, who knows. Um, and Jessa is blabbing at Shoshana basically about how she's going to win Ace back still. She's still on this Ace dude. Yeah. And she's going to win him back somehow. Uh, I really wasn't paying that much attention because I was trying to figure out what Shoshana was doing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't pay attention to a lot of Jessa's stuff, but she's kind of giving uh, she's kind of giving Shoshana advice about how to win um, this soup mogul over. Yeah. She's got Shoshana's got a date with Scott, the soup guy from the last episode, uh, Jason Ritter. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that stuck out that Jessa said in this scene is that Shoshana was basically like, you don't really know what you're talking about, I feel like. And then Jessa said something about how she had four suicide attempts of her ex-lover. She's like, I think I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And Ace is going to want to fall in love with me and i was like jesus christ yeah. wait this show loves the 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 jokey suicide reference yeah, which very very gallows humor yeah gallows humor like i'm not like oh man you can't ever do stuff like that but like <laughs> it happens so much in the show yeah man yeah that uh, i don't know man I, I feel like that'd be haunting if somebody like said well, that yeah because we had the the one where uh Elijah was talking about uh, his ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh, pal. Being, yeah, pal being like gay somewhere else and wanting to commit suicide. And then we had Hannah in Iowa calling her parents and being like, have you ever thought of suicide? Like, it's a lot of like suicidal references without it yeah. being actual like uh, depression, uh, like a suicide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like kind of throwaway suicide references. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Shoshana is basically kind of uh, prepping for her date with Scott. She's uh, getting advice from Jessa, but not really taking the advice because Jessa's full of shit and Shoshana kind of knows it. And uh, I feel like there's not much else but really then, to glean. She say, doesn't she say this is your superpower, like at the end of the yeah, scene? Yeah, I guess she yeah, does. She does, like, like, because she's like, this is what Jessa's around for. Like, this is what she's good. She's like, this is yeah. the thing you're good at. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't try and take away Jess's one one trait that seems yeah. positive to Shoshana. What, her her advice is her superpower? Oh, I guess well, her, like, stuff with... I don't know if it was her advice, but more so her, like, way to get men to like her. Because that's oh, what like Shoshana... Getting, that's, getting that's, her claws in the guys, I Yeah, guess. that's what Shoshana had mentioned in an earlier episode is, like, Oh, remember when they were on the the road trip? Uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how could Jessa be depressed? Like, yeah. she's pretty and guys like her. Like, that's yeah. the shallowness of Shoshana. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, later on, we get to see uh, Jessa's advice in action. <laughs> Jessa, Jessa's advice that she gives to Shoshana is like, you need to do something spontaneously sexy. Like, something to make him, like interested in you that's spontaneous that he would never expect you to do and Shoshana's kind of like all right you can see her like the wheels turning and uh boy does it ever turn yeah um but before all that 
Shoshana goes flyering with Ray for his political campaign. Is flyering a word? Is that, is that a real handing out yeah, flyers? You get to say that flyering? It's we, said, we, said, we said <laughs> we said flyering in college when, when I had to do it for like shows that I was doing. Uh, like when I was in my sketch comedy group, okay. it, it was like, oh, we're going flyering. And you right. just stand outside and Mitch Hedberg joke. Here, you throw this away. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going on. Nobody wants flyers, dude. It's fucking awful. Did you notice what the pen, that what Ray's pen say? Yes, I did. <laughs> what is it? May yes, Day, Ray Day. It says, all I, all I could really read was, it said like something about it's Ray Day. It's May Day, Ray Day. <laughs> yeah. Which is just a terrible slogan. Yeah, absolutely terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and while they're flyering, like no one's paying attention to Ray because he's trying to be like, hey, do uh, you know about the uh, the election that's coming up? And people are like, fuck no, dude. Like nobody gives a shit about those local elections. And then Shoshana is basically just like, Ray says that he's going to give you free bagels before 11 and like, like making these promises. It was, like, that are lower, it was like lower taxes and free bagels before 11. <laughs> yeah. And then like some hipster guy takes a flyer from Shoshana and he's like, oh, thanks. Uh, I'll see you later. And she's like, I'll see you later. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I mean, Shoshana's got it. She's got that it factor that every guy wants. Yeah. No, uh, not at all. Um, no, uh, but Ray could make the bagel thing a reality because he does own a coffee shop. That's true. His coffee shop would yeah. go out of business so fast. Uh, <laughs> you could, during the campaign, he could probably give away free bagels. But when you're selling four or $5 coffees and other stuff, you'll be all right. You'll be fine. Bagels are cheap to make. Um, <laughs> uh, Ray calls her out for making false promises and. Basically, his campaign is like, I'm the politician that's going to give you the truth. And then yeah. she's like, who gives a fuck about the truth? Nobody cares about the truth. But this is what he, you were talking about. You were saying, oh, is Ray going to get really corrupt as soon as he like gets in? And like, Ray's trying to do the right thing. Shoshana dude, just he, wants to market it. Shoshana just wants to market and like, I mean, she's not wrong that politicians are like campaigning just to get in and yeah, don't oh, yeah. care about the truth. But like Ray's got a moral grounding yeah and uh for some reason ray calls her out on like you know he calls her out on being he's like i can't make false promises like that's not a way to earn the votes and she's like nobody cares about the promises they care about the results and ray's like i don't know how you're not the head of a fortune 500 company yet <laughs> which like, is one of those like very like being like wow you're so cutthroat you should be in charge of a lot of other people's <laughs> like livelihoods like it's such a bad mentality that we have because oh, uh yeah. even later there's a ivanka trump reference like it, it's just that kind of thing that yeah yeah like what we capitalism what we, what we yeah what we value in the system like the honest yeah. guy is like oh you're a loser <laughs> she just lied to some guy about bagels and taxes so she's a winner like okay <laughs> yeah i mean once you're in, fucking who cares, you know? <laughs> All the people that are going to be screwed over by the by you. Hey, Vance, ever heard of a little phrase called fake it till you make it? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. So then they get to talking about dating stuff and Ray's like, I feel like we are at this point now where we can talk about this. Like, we're chill. We're friends now. She's like, I actually got a date with a soup mogul guy later today. And uh, he's really intriguing. And Ray's like, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. Like, you should have somebody that is intrigued by you and who's intriguing and has like a path in life. You should totally have that. And she's like, thanks, Ray. And she's like, well, what about you? What do you got going on? And he's like, I made an eHarmony account, but nothing really came of it because I don't feel right doing it because, you know, I still have feelings for somebody else. And Shoshana's like, Ray, I thought that you were over me. And he's like, it's not you. And then she's like, fucking Marnie? Yeah, he just gives her that look of like, it's not you. And she's like, who? And he's like, how many other people do you know? Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> and yeah. So, I couldn't have possibly met anyone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do like that he said he knows it's wrong. Uh, and he's just waiting for his heart to catch up with its brain mm. about it. And what happened with Marnie later this episode really sets up some nice drama here. Oh, um, yeah. Which I thought was well done. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get the relationship there. Like I, They don't get it either. But they yeah. Have, but, uh, you know, Charlie's no more along. So we got to find a love interest for, for uh, yeah. Marnie. And yeah. I mean, I didn't mind their relationship once it kind of started and they started having like, uh, like he was just being honest with her and calling her out on stuff. And like, she mm-hmm. was kind of like, uh, she would call him out on stuff, but Shoshana calls him out on stuff more than, and in a better way than anyone. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Ray and know. Marnie like gave each other the truths that they each needed to hear. Yeah. But there was no way that would ever work you know i mean i feel like ray would have to just put up with so much stuff and just let so much stuff slide all the time oh, yeah to just make it work dude people don't want to hear the truth no people never want to hear the truth yeah. and if you have a relationship based on like calling each other out on each other's <laughs> bullshit dude that sounds horrible it's not gonna <laughs> last that long no yeah um so yeah that's uh shoshana's pissed that he's still uh all about marnie i guess mm-hmm. not like pissed i guess maybe more disappointed or like how how was that even like a thought in your mind maybe yeah but uh yeah anything else to add on that uh no that's it that's just kind of planting seeds right there which is a good little it's a good character scene that then leads to something that can tie in later so it's like really well it's like s- subtle you know yeah yeah it's it's a setup it's a yeah. good subtle setup yeah and by the end of the episode you kind of forget all about it because mm-hmm. there's so much other shit going on and then whenever yeah. it pays off if it does you're gonna be like oh yeah they set that up like yeah one episode ago yeah i mean it's <laughs> yeah it's it's done really well so shoshana's then on the date with scott the soup mogul guy and it seems to be going very well uh Scott seems like super chill with her and she's uh charming him enough to I guess uh warrant him enjoying the date. Yeah, their date they they keep talking about their exes and uh which and, I thought was weird. That's something that you're never supposed to do on a first date. Uh yeah, it, it was interesting cuz it was coming this comes off of a scene where uh Fran who's in here in the 
Hannah scene, it's talking about his ex being crazy. So all the mm. guys, all the guys in this show are talking about how weird their ex girlfriends are, and yeah. how bad they are, and how much of toxic trouble they are. And then all the most of the women are talking about this misogyny. Yeah, like when when the guys aren't being misogynistic necessarily. Like we'll go into some scenes of that, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't uh, know. This... I mean, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, this is also where Shoshana kind of confesses that she feels like a failure and she thought that she'd have a job by now to make all of her failure friends feel like losers. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that she's also a failure. And Scott kind of reassures her like, hey, we don't use words like that, like failure, loser and lame and stupid and stuff like he's like, we don't use those. And then Shoshana's like, what about lame sauce? Is that okay? And it's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I don't know if I can roll my eyes any harder. At, like that being like the funny banter in the scene. Like, yeah. But it was weird when he's like, we don't use words like that. Because that's kind of something like a parent tells kids. Well, I was like waiting for him to provide alternatives or give a pep speech. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be, we don't use words like that. And then something else. Instead, yeah. it was just the lame sauce joke. And it's like, well, I guess we could say lame sauce. And I'm like, that sounds even worse. Yeah, I was expecting him to be like, we don't use terms like failure or loser or whatever, because you're not. You're figuring it out. It's a difficult yeah. world out there. So you're not work a failure. In, work in progress, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah shit like yeah. that, exactly. Yeah. And then it just kind of stopped when he's like, we don't use words like that. And then she's like, what about lame sauce? And he's like, oh, you're so charming. Well, that's what I mean. It felt like a, a parent telling a kid, no, we don't use words like that when they say, like, I hate this or something. Yeah. You know? it, was, it, it sucks. Use... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, their whole banner, their whole like flirtatiousness. But let's get to the meat of this scene, really. The next, yeah, scene. get to the fucking meat because that's what Shoshana wants to do. Uh, <laughs> so they start talking about their exes, and uh, then they're like, "Let's stop." Do they, they go back and forth about how crazy their exes are, and Shoshana's kind of trashing Ray, and uh, then she out of nowhere is kind of like, "Well, we should stop focusing on the past." And Scott's like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should stop that because, you know, it's all about the future and looking forward. And then Shoshana says something like, yeah, like how I'm looking forward to having my hand around your hard cock. And Scott's like, what? And then she's like, yeah, I'm just thinking I'm looking forward to how I'm going to have my hand around your cock and then I'm going to stick it into my slimy vagina like a vlasic pickle or something <laughs> something yeah it is it was awful dirty it talk it was awkward as hell <laughs> like it comes out of nowhere like yeah. the the segue into it is awful the her delivery of it isn't flirtatious it's like stilted and stiff yeah and she says like a bunch during it she's like yeah. and i keep thinking about like how hard your hard cock and like how i'd put it in my uh like uh, slimy vagina and she says slimy vagina, which yeah, just dude. turns it all off. Like, it's one of those, yeah, it, it wasn't great. I so. think Scott's reaction to it was very good and very genuine. Like, if a girl started talking like that to me in that tone of voice and just out of nowhere, I'd be like, what? Where? Where's this? I'm, I mean, sure. And then he's like, and I'm looking forward to that, too. Uh, but... What are you doing? Like, yeah. this is well weird. My thing with this is the way they came up together to go on this date 
was her negging the hell out of him. Yeah, and calling him a loser. Yeah. So, okay, there's no redeeming quality right there. Then yeah. they go on this date, and it's kind of going all right, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever. It's forced. It's kind of forced in the whatever, the way it's all playing out. But it's going fine. They're past the meal. And then she says this line, and you're like, okay, those are like two strikes of like weirdness. Like, yeah. Like, so, like, that's so, it was done so poorly. And that, that's, it's funny because it's like what her trying to be Jessa, like yeah, her yeah. trying to be Jessa and just failing miserably. Yeah. yeah. She's taking Jessa's advice and be like, all right, I got to do something surprising. Hey, I want to put my hand on your hard cock and put it into my slimy vagina. Cause if we did Oof. the same scene and it was Jessa, she would have like leaned in, did the sleepy dreamy eyes. She would have had said it with her accent. Like it would have worked a little better. It would have. I think she would have segued into it. Yeah, she would have said it with her hand already on like the dude's inner thigh, and a lot more would be said with the eyes and the look. Like the look that Shoshana has is like serial uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think Jessa would ever say "slimy vagina." No, no, she would have chosen some different words. Yeah, for sure. As she should. And Scott's basically just like, what are you doing? Like, I can't like and I'm looking forward to that stuff, too. But it's really hard for me to concentrate when the cast of The Good Wife was that the show. Yeah. It's like The Good Wife is over there. And then Shoshana's like, what? The Good Wife? And I'm like, what an awkward, awkward segue back to not what she just said. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, hey, I know you just said some weird shit. But there's some TV stars at the bar. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that was just a weird, weird scene. Yeah. But oh no, uh, um, we, we're missing a part where he says, because she she went on this date with him because she was like, I'm just gonna marry the suit mogul and just be a wife. And he's like, Yeah, I got rid of my ex because she just wanted to like you know be with someone that could like smooth and go to parties with like Ivanka Trump and stuff like that. Spend and, 1700 bucks on a couch. Yeah. And she, yeah. And she's, Shoshana's like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> like, even though that's the whole reason she's even on this date. Um, yeah. He, Scott's looking for someone that is also ambitious and not yeah. just trying to, you know, be a housewife. Yeah. That's why he asked out the girl who blew up his a job interview to be a marketing person at his soup company. Yeah. 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 Oh. Not, not, not smart uh he's, a, he's the opposite of fran i would say yeah um that basically wraps up shoshana's little story mm-hmm. on this episode and uh marnie should we do marnie now uh yeah let's sure let's get into it it's short so marnie is at home doing dishes or something doing some kind of chore and then desi bursts in the door and he's like guess what sugar lumps in the in this box it's something that's going to change our lives forever and Marnie's like oh okay like what is it i'm interested and he opens the box and marnie's like i don't know what the fuck this stuff is it's a bunch of electronic stuff and desi's like these are german guitar pedals and it's going to elevate our sound to the next level it's this is basically what all distortion pedals get their inspiration from. 
and I got such a sweet deal on it. And Marnie's like, how much was it? And he's like, $2,000. And Marnie's like, are you fucking serious? That's our entire advance from the record label, I guess. Yes, apparently they have an album and uh, or EP or LP or whatever, and they have an advance. So Yeah. I feel like $2,000 is not a lot that for an was... advance. But I don't know. Okay, $2,000 for an advance, I don't know if that's a lot. But him spending $2,000 on pedals yeah. didn't really seem like that. Like, I don't have instruments or anything, but I didn't seem, that to me didn't seem like so much money that it was, it was $2,000, but I was like, was he spending their $2,000 from the advance? Or does he also have $2,000 because he's a working actor? Like, I yeah. don't, like, I don't know how much money, what their money situation is to have that 2000 be like the breaking point yeah i can tell you so i have i have an entire pedal board and uh it's like let me see seven pedals plus a power supply to power all the pedals and it's less than a thousand dollars um and i you know i'm not gonna brag i feel like i get some pretty good tones out of my pedal board uh, <laughs> but you also aren't like a, a full-on musician like yeah i'm not a like freak make like it, that just like but you're not a musician that's getting paid to make an album too very like, true yeah uh so marnie's pissed off that he spent the entire advance but maybe he maybe i mean maybe he's got his own money you know yeah, that's the, that was the thing i needed just that one little line of like no i didn't use advance money or like I did this or like, is he, what are they making money from otherwise? Like is $2,000 all the money they have? Like, is Marnie still working somewhere else? Is she still working for Susan? Like I, that's the thing. I just wasn't, I I get they wanted to make this money drama, but I just needed a little more things to figure out, you know? Yeah. Uh, Um, It was pissed. It was harsh. The, (laughs) The only person that doesn't really get called out for being misogynistic is Desi. And Desi yes. calls her a bitch. Like he's like, I can't believe you're being such a fucking bitch right now about this. And I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, this guy sucks. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and he storms out. It's like, you ruined my day, rain cloud. Uh, yeah. Just. Yeah. And Marnie's, you know, I, Marnie has tumbled down the likability rankings. If you've been paying attention to our likability rankings for the last little bit, Marnie is a very wholly unlikable person. And in this instance, I was like, no, she's not in the wrong here. Yeah. Unless it is his own money. Well, I mean, they could have a a rational conversation about this. Yeah. I mean, like Dude. I need to know, I need to know that he's been buying other stuff all the time. Like I just need to know a little more than he bought something randomly one time. Yeah. Look, Desi. Next time you want to pedal, come to me. I'll give you some advice, bro. Yeah. Like, you can get good pedals for fucking way less than two thousand dollars. But like, if he bought a MacBook for like twenty two, twenty five hundred, like yeah. would that be? Like a, a breaking point. You know, I just like, I'm trying to figure out like what the situation is. I what, So when he came in with the uh, box, I I recognized that there were cables and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I thought that he had bought his own recording equipment so that they could record at home. 
But when he's like, it's a $2,000 guitar pedal, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, but, you know, I'm not a professional musician. This isn't necessarily like my heart's passion and career path or whatever. Well, and there's three guitars in the background of that shot hanging on the wall, too. So, yeah, I figure him. I figure he's just a person that spends money on musical equipment. Yeah, he's a gearhead. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Like he's always fixing his bike. Like, I don't know. So I just needed a little backstory of like him doing it another other time, another time or just like where their money situation was but whatever that's yeah. the drama he wants to spend money and it seems like it's all set up not about that in the next scene it's just the weird scene yeah and i mean there there was oh fuck i can't think remember what the point was that i was about to make but he storms out and he's like can't believe you're being such a bitch about this and he's like you ruined my day um and yeah, that's where they leave that. And uh, Marnie's super pissed about it. I feel like kind of within reason, but anyway. Uh, so then Marnie's texting at a coffee shop. She's just chilling, cooling she's at, off, she's I guess. Toby's Estate. Which, uh, oh, yeah? You recognize it? Yeah. Uh, I had a friend that worked there. It's a really like big but like very chic uh, mm. coffee place in Williamsburg. Um mm. I forget exactly which street, but yeah. Well, she's at, what is it, Toby's? Toby's Toby's Estate. Toby's Estate, texting, cooling off, and Desi comes in, comes to apologize to her, and he's like, look, I'm sorry. I'm trying to apologize, and she starts to like, they start to get into it again, like have a little argument. No, she's talking about, she's talking about how, money is a really sensitive issue because it like broke up her parents and that's what happened to their marriage where the allocation of funds or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they're, again, I feel like their relationship has a lot of issues and like money oh, yeah. is like the bottom of it. <laughs> like oh, yeah. every issue they've had has been a problem. And now this is just another to keep on. Yeah. I feel like Desi storms out like every episode <laughs> early getting a fight <laughs> over anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they start bickering about that, which, you know, Marnie, I guess, has a good point. She brings it up. You're like, hey, look, this money stuff, money ruins relationships a lot of times. That's what happened with my parents. And you can see like, yeah, OK, I guess you have a point or whatever. And then Desi's like, listen, just shut the fuck up. I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Essentially, yeah. And then as soon as he's like, I need to tell you something. And he's like shifting around and being real weird. I was like, oh, no, is this going where I think it's going? And good Lord, is it going where I think it's going? Desi's talking about, hey, I decided that I don't want to make another decision without you. I've decided this today. So Marnie digs into his coat jacket, pulls out a ring. Will you marry me? Marnie says yes. Where did he get the money for that ring? <laughs> oh, wow. Good one. Good <laughs> one. I did not even think of the that part. Yeah. Because, oh, no one cares if you, if no, you spend absolutely if you spend four grand on the ring. No, yeah. It doesn't no. matter. Yeah. No, but you, I you wasn't get... <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about where the ring came from. My thoughts were like, wait, are we gonna have another wedding in this show? 
Two, I was like, oh, Ray just mentioned that he still has feelings for Marnie. So the mm. news of this engagement will really hit him. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's a cool setup. Uh, and then it's just like, wow, Marnie, you're just said yes to that guy. I know. I was expecting her to go, fucking no. And where did you get the money for this ring? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about the money thing. That's such a great point that you brought up. Uh, I love the wide shot of no one reacting in the coffee shop. <laughs> like there's one lady on a laptop that kind of looks back over her shoulder and then there's a business guy in the front. He's just like, just staring at his laptop. Another person just drinking coffee. No one, it's not like one of those cliched restaurant scenes where everyone starts clapping and everyone's like, oh yeah. my God, no one could give two shits about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also did it kind of in quiet, it seems like. Yeah, but no one's talking in there. And he's been just yelling at first. That's true. Yeah, he did yell at her. <laughs> they, they were both yelling. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're uh, engaged now, which is the worst. That was the worst. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, honestly. This relationship is doomed, dude. Yeah, of course. Desi is such an impulsive fucking ass dude i hate that guy i love that he just does something dumb and just keeps getting brought back by marnie <laughs> yeah he does something dumb and then somehow does something dumber yeah and then she's on board with the dumber idea i never want to make a decision without you again will you marry me i'm like you could still make a decision with her without being yeah. married to her like you could still make decisions without her while well, they married, all, and it'll be even the, worse. I just remembered the point that I wanted to bring up earlier. So the reason why he got the guitar pedal is because he wants to like take their sound to another level. And mm -hmm. Marnie is like, wait, we're changing our sound? I didn't know that we were doing that. And he's like, I mean, maybe down the line in the future. So he bought the pedal for no reason at the present time, it seems. He's like maybe two, three albums down the line. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I thought when he said that, that the issue could have continued from what we had before when in the episode where they got upset because they did disagreed over what the sound was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they could have just had that argument again, even though it would be a little repetitive, but like, it's just him doubling down on, Oh yeah, we're changing the sound. Yeah. And they're yeah. just having creative differences. Instead it was like, Oh no, now it's money. So. Yeah. yeah I'm just uh, I'm disappointed in Marnie's decision making I was fully expecting her to say no and be like where did you get the money for this ring and then she was just like yes like what a stupid decision yeah. what a dumb but you know so we'll see where that goes yeah I mean it's uh, really just to set up the Ray stuff like is Ray gonna have to storm into a wedding and like <laughs> pull him away I don't know yeah. Will Does even, anybody will even get that far? Will that even get that far? It, I hope not. Yeah. I hope by the next episode, Mario's like, yeah, you know what? I rethought this. This is dumb. This is yeah. a dumb decision. <laughs> she won't. She, <laughs> she won't. won't. Absolutely not. Uh. So Hannah now. Yeah. And then mystery, mystery. Not really much of a mystery after Hannah. No. Uh. So. At the beginning of this episode, Hannah is teaching and uh, she's still a sub at the school. And then uh, she starts to pal around with this one student named Cleo, who's actually 
uh, I'm guessing, I, I think it's Judd Apatow's daughter. Daughter. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's Maude Apatow. Okay. I was like, she looks familiar, but I'm not sure from, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's friends with her now, and they're just palling around. Hannah's talking to her about boys, and Cleo's like, the guy didn't message me back. And then Hannah's like, look, I looked around the school, and there are no cute guys here. Yeah, she says, and I checked out every guy, every guy in school. And I was like... Yeah, well, I feel like it gets a lot worse from there. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hannah's like, none of these guys are cute enough for you. And Cleo's like, I know, right? And, uh... Dude. And then Cleo says something about, like, well, none of them are going to compare to my crush. I have a crush on Shia LaBeouf. And Hannah's like, well, I don't think you really have that much of a shot with him, mainly because he's famous. And Cleo goes... Well, he does live in my building. <laughs> Which, uh, and then Hannah's like, well, I mean, maybe you do have a shot. And I kind of like the little bit of illegal activity that would happen with that. And I was like, what the fuck? No, she wasn't saying illegal activity that happens with that. She's saying his like legal issues are like, like Shia LaBeouf during this time period would be like getting in trouble for like little legal stuff. And that's what she was saying. Like he has a bad boy thing. Oh, not illegal activity, not like underage stuff. No, that's what I was thinking. But no. still, regardless, it yeah, is I illegal mean, activity. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I, like I don't. Ass- I, I assume she's not eighteen. Yeah, I mean, if it's a high school, I, would I mean, assume... there's eighteen year olds in high school. That's true. Yeah. So I like. Yeah, I don't think that's what the point of that was. It's more. It's more the problem of Hannah. Yes, being friends with these people. Yes. And then they, like, they go walking down the hallway, still talking about boys and stuff. And and fucking they run into Fran, who is wearing an Old Man in the Sea t-shirt. Yes. And just a black shirt that just has, like, a square logo on it that's Old Man Just, like, the, the front sea. cover. Yeah. Of the book. It's like he made it himself. Yeah, he says his mom got it for him. And it's like this awkward moment where like a teacher is with like two teens, you know, in a hallway. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just awkward. And, he, yeah. and they're like having a hard time making eye contact with Fran. And they're just like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. And he walks so off. Then, yeah, Fran uh, buggers off. Uh, really? And- Bring that back? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It's the only thing our listeners want to end. <laughs> really? You're bringing that? Oh, man. You talk of <laughs> Um, No, so they leave, and then uh, uh, Cleo's like, ask Hannah if she wants to go get something pierced. And oh. Hannah says, oh, no, I have a 2 p.m. class. And the girl's like, I do, too. So they yeah. have off-campus off-campus privileges which is nice like they can do leave they school. though or they... i guess they, i guess the girl can just walk out of school i i, I had never went to school. a high school i had that you in did. high school once you were a junior see a i never level. did oh it's great that's you, crazy because we had class schedules that were like kind of pre-college where you had like mm-hmm. blocks that would have free time so you didn't okay. have like class after class after class all the time so if you had okay. a free block you were free to do whatever you wanted uh, after after junior year. 
you know, my my school, we had free blocks, but you weren't allowed to leave. You just like basically stayed in your homeroom classroom and did homework if you had any or studied or something. Was or the, were you around. free to were you free to roam the halls at that point or no? I don't think so. Yeah, we had free like uh, my my school is pretty lax on that. Like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I thought that they were just like ditching school. So I was like, wow, she kind of. In my mind, I was like, she kind of promoted a uh, little bit of pedophilia. Now they're both ditching school. And she's befriending her student, which just like, this is just a, well, a is cauldron it, of bad ideas. I really thought the whole episode was going to be this. Like, Hannah trying to, um, that I've never been kissed type movie type situation where it's just like, oh, now I'm in high school again. I get to just relive high school, but like now I can do it over and I'm like cooler now you know yeah um but they don't really go with that like that isn't it's like a part and maybe next episode or later they'll kind of dive in deeper but that they don't really go too far with it um yeah and she's like oh do you want to get a piercing and then they like oh yeah let's go and they go outside and they hear a song and they're talking about boys and they start twerking and dancing yeah cleo sidewalk. starts cleo starts to give hannah advice about fran and how awkward mm -hmm. it is and mm -hmm. And Hannah's like, I mean, I don't know why it'd be awkward. I still really like him. Like, I just, you know, that date was going well and I was having a good time. And, uh, you know, I just kind of fucked it up when I did shit with Han Adam or whatever yeah. uh, from the last episode. And uh, Cleo's like, you just got to blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. And then they hear a song and they start twerking, like you said. And then a construction guy's like, yeah, move it, girls. And they're like, ew. And this is this is why I thought pedophilia, because Hannah's like, we're just little girls. Why are you doing that? I, yeah, she was like, we're teens or something. Like, she pretty much lumped herself into the age category of uh, of uh, her student. Yeah, I, so yeah. I wouldn't go as far as, like, pedophilia, more, like, statutory. Like, I don't think this girl's, like, so, like, I don't know. It's not, like. I'd ever got oh, like yeah, yeah. pedo vibes, except for when, Statutory. except for when uh, Hannah's like, I checked out every boy in the school, and I'm like, don't, don't yeah. be checking out the students, Hannah. Yeah, there's like, some or, definite, or, definite statch vibes. Yeah, going and on. if and if you're doing that, Hannah, don't tell people that you're doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, you're a teacher, you're checking out boys and like telling girls who you think they should date. Like it's a, it's a weird it's no vibe. Way yeah. That's the no only way. thing I was worried about with Hannah being a teacher. Like, I think she can relate <laughs> to students, but like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. If like the, the popular jock guy starts to take an interest in her, <laughs> she would definitely fuck that student. She'd think about it for sure. She would 100% bring it up at the next all girls meeting, yeah. like with, yeah. with the girls. She'd be like, there's this guy who really wants to fuck me or he's like yeah. really giving me vibes. And then Marnie would be like, Hannah. He's a senior in high school. And then Hannah would say something like, yeah, I mean, you're just jealous because you're not getting that kind of attention from blah, blah, blah. That's not how Hannah talks and you know it. <laughs> she would somehow make it yeah. like that. Uh, that. The cadence would be different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, then they go to they go to they go and they're actually going to get piercings. Yeah. And then, Hannah suggests the worst thing I could think of. Um and it's the, I don't know the name of it. It's the like little flap is, under your uh, tongue. Frenulum. 
Frenulum. Frenulum? Oh, she wanted to... We're going to get some Frenulum friendship <laughs> uh, piercings or whatever. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, Cleo lays down. They're like, let's get... We're both going to get this piercing. Mm-hmm. Hannah's like, okay, cool. Cleo, you go first. And as soon as she said that, I was like, Hannah's not getting this piercing. Hannah, I, get, I, was like, I was like, this is absolutely Hannah not getting this. Yeah. So Cleo plops down to get her piercing. Guy pierces it. And she's like oh my god this hurts so bad the guy that's piercing her is like i can't keep going if you don't stop moving you need to stop moving and she's just like ow 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 she's wincing and hannah's looking at her like oh my god this is so gross i was watching it i had to turn away because i was like this is gross well they did it graphically like there he's clamped the tongue and like i don't know if she really did she might have really gotten pierced there yeah me like I, that's at what first I, was I was like oh this is fake and i was like Oh, yeah. Maybe this is just a real on-camera piercing. Yeah. Um, I We haven't done the research into it yet. Like, we just finished the episode. But, yeah. And it kind of is on par with uh, Apatow's 40-year-old virgin. Like, where the waxing. Where oh, Steve yeah. Carell gets Steve waxed. Carell. So, it's like, really, he's really getting waxed. Those are real reactions. So, yeah. I think that also on This Is 40, his Leslie Mann, that's his wife, right? Uh, Jed Apatow's wife, yeah. Yeah, I think that she actually got like a real mammogram too mm. on that. So he's a fan of like, yo, you're doing this for real, yeah. even if you're my daughter or my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the mammogram is like the lightest, the lightest yeah. part. Yeah, but uh, no, that piercing was brutal. It's like, what is the point of piercing underneath your tongue too? You can't even see it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I think Hannah said something about like, it's a secret sexy thing. Yeah, but I just don't care, oh. you know? Like, I enjoy eating food too much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And talking. Like, she's going to be numb. Like, like, I was waiting for him to give her something to, like, rinse her mouth out afterwards. Like, I was like, something? Like, it was... Yeah, I I feel like that would definitely probably get infected. But really, Uh, but really what I thought was that this girl was going to flip out on Hannah when Hannah says, Nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and this is a life lesson that you can change your mind when you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Hannah does not get the piercing. And she's like, haha, you got the piercing, but it looks really cool. And Cleo's like, oh, Hannah. Yeah. Well, getting piercings, like, I could never think of, like, getting a pier. Like, I have my left ear pierced, but I haven't worn an earring since I was like, good Lord. Like, I don't know how long. I got it pierced when I was, like, really young. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, I always I always wanted to get a piercing, but my dad was like, you're not getting a piercing because like yeah. all of my friends had their ears pierced. Yeah. And uh, at this point in my life, I'm kind of glad that I never did get a yeah. piercing. I mean, I like it doesn't even matter and doesn't it's not noticeable, but I would never be like, hmm, what should I just do today? Let's just get a piercing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No. Yeah. But, mean, and like I with guess. no with no direction of what you're getting pierced. Like they were just yeah. There's no planning. They were just like, let's just go. And, we'll figure it out. Not even a Saturday. It's just like, oh, I got a, I got an hour before class. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How's she gonna be in class with like, oh, just that? No. You're just that bored. That you're like, I gotta do something. I need somebody yeah. to stick a needle through me. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a planning out thing. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, I'm thinking about getting, you know, blah blah, my uh, eyebrow pierced or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they just go on, do it on a whim. So more power to them. Yeah. 
So they but get we never get school. a follow. We never we never get a follow up. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Of what happens after this, like with this girl, like we never see her again after this scene. Yeah, yeah. There's no aftermath at all. Yeah, yeah. Which was shocking to me. Yeah. So the next time we see Hannah, it's uh, she's talking to Fran, who's you know doing his best to be like oh, cordial and like hey you know we had an awkward date blah blah blah. So Hannah comes up to him and basically apologizes. She's like hey. I, I feel like I need to apologize for our awkward date. That's not what I'm trying to be like. Uh, I just couldn't resist and it was awkward. And I'm sorry that I made you feel awkward. And Fran's kind of like, all right, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, no worries. And then she's like, and I'm trying to make better decisions in my life. And I think one of those better decisions is hanging out with you. So I'd like to go out again. And Fran is like, nah. <laughs> And I love, I just love that reaction. And Fran doubles down on being one of the greatest decision makers in girls' history. Yes. Yeah, it was so, and it was realistic too. Yeah. Like his, his turn down wasn't like an over the top, like, no, go fuck yourself. He was like, yeah. look, you know, I had a really good time and it's fun talking with you, but I'm not trying to have. Uh, he's basically like, I'm not trying to have that kind of drama in my life. And mm -hmm. you seem like you bring a lot of drama. Yeah. And Hannah's like, I do not bring a lot of drama. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, I think he's like, you, you think you're not who you are or something like that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. That was like the best line. I wish yeah. I had written it down Yeah, because she says something to him about like, no, who you think I am is totally wrong. And he's like, no, who you think you are is totally wrong. Yeah. He's like, you think that you're not this drama person, but you are very drama person. And yeah. he explains a backstory about like how his ex, how he, like he's trying to avoid the drama because the last girl he dated drained his bank account. And mm -hmm. did, did she burn something of his? Is that what he was uh, saying? Battery acid in his plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hannah's like, well, you don't have to worry about that with me because I don't even know where to get battery acid. Like, you have to cut up a bunch of batteries. Like, And it, I kind of loved her little rant here, like this little bit of humor of like how yeah. do I actually... Because I do like when she... It, it reminded me of when uh, Adam's sister is telling the story about that like made up story about Adam taking the girl to the little the girl that was sick to a, a dance or whatever. Yeah. And she's like... Was the dress little or was like, like I love what she like brings in like that weird detail of a story and tries to like analyze it. Yeah. Um, like, how do you get battery acid? Like, it's a really funny. I also like, loves Fran's face during this little rant, too, because he's looking like you are not getting it, lady. Yeah. Like, you're not understanding what's happening right now is that I am rejecting you. Yeah. And I and. I did, I liked early on when he ran into him in the hallway. Like, he's not trying to avoid her, and he's not, like, super awkward around her. Like, he's like, I want to be cordial. It's fine. Yeah. We're not dating. Like, yeah. we can be friendly, friendly, but we're not having a sexual romantic relationship. Fran seems like a very mature, good decision maker so far in this show. Yeah. And I, I just know that his decisions are going to turn bad soon. Well, uh, and this is where we get the first uh, one of the not the first, but one of the misogyny things where she says, oh, this is the new misogyny. When the girl has her whole life figured out, you try to tear them down. And I'm down for that. She's 
which is yeah. like the craziest. But yeah, like all of a sudden he's just saying no to being asked out by someone who screwed over their last date. And yeah. she's, she's playing a misogyny card. Yeah, it's like Hannah thinks that she deserves a second chance. Yeah. And it's like, you no, you, he, Fran doesn't owe you a second chance. He doesn't. And the whole time she's doing that misogyny rant, uh-huh. Fran is like kind of scratching the back of his head, looking at the ground like, Ugh, yeah. no, this is not what's happening. Yeah, because it's a hard thing to defend yourself from. <laughs> like, yeah. Like how does, but he's like, and, and it's adding to his point of, oh, yeah, drama. Yeah. And basically, Hannah, in the end, is like, you know, you want me. You know you're attracted to me. You know you're intrigued by me. And it's only a matter of time before you come crawling back. And then Fran just kind of walks away like, alrighty then. Yeah, she's got a and lot of Jessa Ace vibes right there. Dude, I hope that Fran does not come crawling back. I don't I see hope him. to God. I don't I see him doing to. it. I don't I see him doing it. I think that he's gonna. Just, just because I know how this show goes. I was surprised we saw him again, to be honest. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad that we did. And I'm glad, like, his interactions with her were awesome. I I really enjoyed his acting in this. I think him in the school, kind of like, depending on how long she remains a teacher, is to be seen. (laughs) Like, it might be next episode where, like, did you get a student's tongue pierced and tell her what boys they hit on? Like, who knows when this is going to end. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I I do like him being able to, like, tell her like what's happening and how she's thinking about stuff and for her to bounce off her crazy with a little bit yeah Um, yeah yeah and and yeah they're they're just interact just their interactions are are great i Mm -hmm. feel like because hannah has these like ideas of herself and like how things should be going Mm -hmm. and fran's like no yeah and it's funny and it's kind of interesting and i i enjoyed it yeah and fran's not a perfect person either so like it's interesting in that way. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a perfect person. Was that Hoobastank? The reason? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. And uh, Hannah has one more scene, but I feel like we can touch on it a yeah. little bit later. Yeah. Because we got to get to the main event. What you've all been waiting for. What I was most excited about. I giggled when it happened. I wrote in all caps, Vance was right with an exclamation point. <laughs> It happens early, too, man. This is the opening scene. First scene. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Hannah's father and mother, Tad and Laureen, mm-hmm. are in couples therapy. They get out. Turns out Laureen's getting tenure at her teaching position. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, the, Tad seems to be pretty happy and stoked about it. And they're like, all right, this is awesome. They walk out of the therapy. And Tad's like, hey, I need to tell you something. And she's like, what is it? And he goes, I, I think I'm gay. <laughs> does he say I think I'm gay or does he say I'm gay? He, he says, I think I'm gay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because she's like, what do you mean you think you're gay? Yeah. Maybe you're just like, what, what do you mean you think? Like you haven't yeah, yeah. thought. And then he's like, no, actually I know I'm gay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's like that whole debate about like, do you think it or do you, are you actually gay? It's amazing that it happens. Like, they're walking out of their therapy session. He's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're handling me getting tenure before you, like, really well. Like, they're, like, leaving couples therapy on a positive note. And he's like, hey, I have something I got to tell you. And just blurts it. Like, they're not even yeah. out of the building. They're in, in the car. Yeah, it's very abrupt. Yeah. 
But I feel like that's one of those things. Like, have you ever had a, a confession that you had to tell somebody that you just blurted out like that? I've done uh, that with I'm like breaking up with people. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I feel like he just had to get it off his chest. I did love yeah. that he said, I don't trust the therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, why didn't you fucking bring that up in therapy? The person that we pay yeah. to listen to these problems. And he's like, I don't trust her. Yeah. <laughs> Now, do you think that decision is warranted? Like, I feel like that is something that you should bring up to your partner, like in private. Oh, yeah. First. I feel like that's a private for, I mean, again, not, not me and you aren't gay. We don't have, yeah. uh, we don't know about the whole, how the process of coming out hey, works. Hey, not gay yet, Vance. We don't not know gay. what the future <laughs> holds for us. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Tad didn't think he was gay. And then all of a sudden he comes to the realization that he is gay. Well, I probably I think next episode we'll find out more. But Tad probably always knew he was gay, but society pushed him into hiding it. I would, yeah. I, I'm just taking a leap at that, but I don't know. Um, Could be, yeah. I mean, if Elijah was able to call it out, back oh, yeah. from when Elijah college, called it out, yeah. Elijah called it out like season one, yeah. This is season four, episode eight, yeah. Payoff, dude. Yep. Three seasons of waiting, yeah. And uh, so and we've, Laureen, seen Tad, and we've seen Tad a bunch too. Like it's not like we've seen yeah. him have sex with Lorene. Like, yeah. so, like we've seen that a lot. Um, but so naturally Lorene takes it very personally. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're just like jealous of me because I got tenure. And like, do you just not want to fuck me? That doesn't mean that you're gay. You just don't want to fuck me anymore. And Tad's like, no, dude, like I am gay. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I know I'm gay. Yeah. And then she starts crying. She's super pissed. Well, he. this is the, the first uh, scene of the the misogyny thing where she's like, oh, this isn't about you being gay. This is about you, uh, me getting tenure before you did. Like, yeah. she's typical misogynist. Yeah. And I'm just like, OK, so like misogyny is a real thing. It really does exist. But every example in this show is someone like falsely accusing someone of it like yeah if anyone is misogynist like we said earlier desi for sure yeah desi for sure the only one not called out for it and i'm yeah i'm sure they're doing this on a pur for purpose on purpose i mean i don't know but yeah, yeah. some kind of like comedic juxtaposition or something mm -hmm. i mean but misogyny the word is thrown a lot of thrown around quite a bit in this yeah uh, episode yeah quite a bit it's only said like two or three times but i mean it's that's a lot <laughs> it's in a bunch of different of the, the stories and yeah. the arcs yep so uh you know lorene's pissed uh well she's kind of come she's well, kind of coming to grips with it later on i guess but but he says this isn't about you and then there, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. awkward music shift in the tone and it becomes more upbeat than serious and she's like it's not not about me and like yeah. the music comes in, it's like, and Nick, she walks off and it's like, oh, that's a great point. It is not, not about you because like it is him coming out, but it does affect you. Exactly. Your and like what the life you built. Um, yeah. But then they didn't like hold on to the tension at all. So mm -hmm. that that moment could like land and resonate. It was like already this, the intro music was coming in and yeah. it was, it was kind of lighthearted. So I was like, it kind of yeah. undercut the, the, that line for me. It would have been better if like Lorene walked away and then just get like a close up of Tad as he's just kind of like dealing with the the uh, 
consequences of that confession and just kind of sitting there. And then this intro song title card isn't as like, yeah, yeah. Like I just want that like last line of Lorene's to like land on Ted. Yeah. But yeah, good point, Vance. Good point. That that just because everything else was just well because the two of them are pretty good actors. Like I like when they have scenes together too. So yeah, for sure. And Tad does play it well, where he's like. He had to just had to get it off his chest and blurt it out. And Lorene's Lorene's reaction to it is great. Yeah, and it's just a good interaction. That's it, a good scene. Yeah, because the timing is insane. Like, like yeah. they're just walking out, and he just says it there. Right. Well, he does say that he intended on telling her after the tenure party, which was apparently like that night. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to be like a week later i didn't realize oh this is your party tonight like you were gonna tell her after the party tonight like was that gonna be better like i don't yeah know. i think it yeah, probably that's... would be better than before but yeah that's like one of those things where it's like it's never a good time to tell somebody that kind of thing never a good time but he's been wanting to tell her this for so long like mm-hmm. it seems very like, I could see why she might lean to be like, this is something about the tenure. I don't know why you take this angle if it's a lie, but like, it's too, it's such a, it's such a weird timing for, yeah, for her to think about why you would do it right before we're about to go meet up with our friends. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the, always the debate that I would have with when it came to like breaking up with somebody is like, is it better to break up with somebody who's already having a bad day? Or would you break up with somebody who's having a good day and just ruined the good day? Mm, like how like how Desi's day got ruined by Marty <laughs> just asking questions about money. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, what do you think? Like, if somebody's having a bad day and you're like, oh, guess what? Also, I'm breaking up with you. It's just like, great. Well, you're just piling on my bad day. Or we're having such a good day and they're like, now you broke up with me? Like, I... You know what? It's one of those things like I maybe my answer would change differently if it was a different time. But I'm thinking pile on the bed right now. Yeah. Just because good days are so far if you're between right now. That like, <laughs> that like if someone's having a really good day, just they got to have it. They got to have that whole day because yeah. like one like thing will ruin that whole that whole day. Yeah. You know I mean? Like that's true. Like if you just have three bad things in one day, at least you can get them all out of the way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it better to, when it rains, it pours or just a sudden thunderstorm on a yeah, sunny just, day? Just a trickle of misery throughout the week. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Um, Do, would you say, would it be better to give news? My other question on that is, is it better to give bad news earlier in the day or at the end of the day? Ooh. I'd say. Hmm. I'd probably say earlier in the day Uh, because if you get bad news right before you're supposed to go to bed, you're not going to be able to go to bed and you're going to ruin that next day. If you do it early in the day, at least you have time throughout that same day to process the bad Mm -hmm. news. Yeah. Is that how you feel? That's kind of how I feel too. Just because otherwise you get the bad news at night. It hits you. You don't full process. You go to sleep good sleep or bad sleep you wake up the next day and then the next day is processing yeah you know so like it kind of ruins two days that way yeah you ruin let, let, let's say like one and a quarter day versus one whole day yeah so. yeah yeah all right we got some uh 
yeah, some yeah let, us know, let us know what you guys think out there. Yeah, and also the the breakup thing. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. always an yeah, interesting debate, I feel. Yeah. Um, doesn't have anything to do with uh, Tad being gay, but, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's not, not about Tad being gay. Oh, it's <laughs> not not about Tad being gay. Vance, you're on fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next scene with them is uh, Tad getting wine and Lorraine's just still kind of dealing with the news. Yeah, she's sitting about in the car it. crying, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I got two bottles of Riesling. And she's like, who gives a f- Riesling is too sweet. Nobody likes Riesling. And he's like, the Germans like Riesling. It can't be that sweet. Yeah, he says that in the in the next scene when he when they. Present oh, when they're the actually at the party. Yeah, but like, yeah, oh, okay. he, he buys Riesling for them. I didn't know why he was buying Riesling. At this point, I still don't me know that they're going to a party. And I'm yeah, like, me neither. Is Riesling the drink that you guys are going to drink and talk about stuff at home with? I was like, that's going to get like thinking. German wine. Like it's it yeah. is sweet. It's it's a good like summertime like out like drink kind of thing. Um but yeah, I was like, why are you guys pounding Riesling? Like this seems like a <laughs> this seems like a scotch or vodka or something, you know? Yeah. Your therapist friend would be like, Hey, you need <laughs> you need something harder than Riesling. <laughs> You're going through some what's shit. the prescription for uh <laughs> your spouse comes out? <laughs> uh Two pints of Jack Daniels and a, <laughs> and a 40. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I mean, I have to imagine that being pretty rough. Or is it? Well, like like what we were just talking about, it's one of those things where like she now has zero time to process this before having to be on and entertained and pretend to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. that is a that is an excellent point. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't realize that there were fucking party was that night yeah once that happens you're like whoa dude like maybe you yeah. could have waited till after the party that's what i was thinking I was like, like if you're gonna I come mean, like nothing changes like it does he feel better now that he told her before the party like was it that like what's when you've been thinking about it this long like and again i don't know the feelings behind it if, if someone's really dealing with this but like what is another like six hours yeah i don't know yeah just one more night yeah one more night yeah maroon five whatever yeah one more night baby vance's favorite maroon five (laughs) (laughs) really weird super bowl halftime show (laughs) yeah it was weird but i love maroon five man adam levine's a fucking stud anywho so that's basically the end of that scene right yeah, and they're in the car, and then they show up at the party. Um, yeah, it looks like uh, Tad's like tries to put his arm around her. She's like, "Get the fuck off of me!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then they show up at the party at uh, Avi and I guess Shanaz's house. Yes, and uh, they're like, "Hey, happy ten year party!" And this is where I was like, "Oh, okay, this is happening now." Uh, they bring the wine. Lorraine's like, "Yeah, we brought Riesling." It's too sweet. I don't know why we did this. And then that's where Tad's like, it's not too sweet. The Germans like it. It can't be too sweet if the Germans like it. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, there's something going on here. Tension (laughs) right away. Great. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they kind of split off like the, the, um, what did Avi goes with the actor, Fred Malamed. He's a, yeah. He's been popped up in a bunch of like 
things. Uh, first thing yeah. I saw him in was uh, In a World or whatever, that voiceover movie. Uh, but he's been in so many things. He's everywhere. Um, he's Do you know who the woman, who his wife was? It is. Because she looked familiar Jackie, to me too. Jackie Hoffman. And I'm not sure if she has any relation to Gabby Hoffman at all. But she was in, she's been in a bunch of stuff too. But the okay, thing yeah. that popped in my mind with her is the scene at 30 Rock, one of the earlier seasons where uh, Liz is trying to get out of jury duty. And this woman's on trial and she's talking about like, burning the store on fire and it's relating to like liz lemon's relationship with like uh tracy jordan and mm-hmm. and uh the other lady and she's like yeah i just figured i had to cleanse it with fire and the fire will solve everything and it was just so like such a great performance of someone just like giving up on everything um yeah but no she's been in a ton of stuff yeah she yeah. She seems like one of those people that you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. She's kind of like uh, like a Catherine Hahn, you know? Catherine Hahn's been in so much stuff. Yeah. But you don't, you're not like, that's a superstar Catherine Hahn. But Catherine Hahn has been like lead, like she's a lead of a show, like I think currently. Like, I, yeah. These, char- these are character actors, these guys. Like, they, they're really great and they've been in like so much stuff, you know? Or, you know, who's a person that's like that? That has had so many chances in Hollywood and nothing really seems to stick for him. You know, Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Jerry O'Connell has had like 90 sitcoms that go for six episodes and then they get canceled. He was just in something recently. And I can't remember what. I mean, that guy gets work. Yeah, he's constantly working. Good for him, man. Yeah. But I would Big not put props. him on the level of like the character actors like this. Like uh, Fred, uh, the guy playing Avi, he he reminds me more of like Stephen Toblowski uh, from like he's in Silicon Valley. He's in he's the guy in uh, uh, Groundhog's Day. This mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. nay Ned, you know, yeah. he comes up like he's popped up in a million things. Yeah. Um, so like he these are like character actors that you just see, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, sorry for that weird aside. Uh, Tad and Avi split off from Shanaz and Laureen. Shanaz? Yeah, Shanaz. Uh, and Avi is basically being like to Tad, like, is everything okay with you and Laureen? Laureen? Mm-hmm. And Tad's kind of like, I don't know, man, stuff is changing. Stuff is kind of weird, but, you know, we're getting through it and we'll figure it out. And Avi's like, really? Are you sure? He's like, I mean, you know, it's just there's changes. And Avi's kind of reassuring him like, hey, man, everybody goes through these changes. And Tad's like, really? Ah, interesting. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, how much does he know? And then I was like, this is I was like, this is going to be really bad if they do that whole sitcom trope of like he thinks Avi's talking about the exact same thing he's dealing with, but they're talking about something else. And I was like, yeah, but why would Ted think that that's what he would be talking about? I thought that it was that that like mm-hmm. with the sitcom thing. Mm-hmm. And then I also thought that Tad had the hots for Avi. Yeah, I was thought something like that was happening, too. And then separately from Avi and Tad, Shanaz and Laureen are having a conversation celebrating her tenure. And she's like, Shanaz is like, uh, 
Yeah, fuck that lady that thought she was going to get your job and her stupid little fuck face. She's never, she didn't have anything on you. And Lorraine's like, ha ha ha, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And, well, uh, she says, Lorraine says, well, now I never have to move again. And I was just yeah. like, wait, have they moved a bunch? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember that being a thing. Like, I'm sure like you would. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, when you get yeah. tenure at a place, that means you've been there a while. Yeah. Haven't they both been just in Michigan, like, living in that same house that Hannah grew up in? Like, what is, what is that? What is she talking about? I also didn't know that there was a specific day where, like, a college or a university or wherever they teach at is like, now you have tenure. It's not a specific day, but, like, you can get tenure. Um, yeah, like, I, I, mean, like, I, think, I know I know that professors get tenure, mm -hmm. but I don't know the process to get it or like how it's officially made possible. Yeah, no, I I hung out with, uh, I mean, a friend of mine from high school. His dad was friends with a guy that was like tenured at NYU or some school like that. Mm -hmm. um, and he came in town in New York and me and my buddy went out with his dad and his tenured teacher friend. And it was just like, yeah, it seems like I don't even understand how tenure works or what it is but if you get it you're kind of set <laughs> yeah it's like once you have tenure you can't be fired and stuff it's yeah. like it seems like crazy. a weird thing to give someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very odd it's at the level it's at the level of like being a supreme court judge just with no power like no one can <laughs> knock you off like you just are there until you quit or die like yeah yeah so then uh, we get like a like big dinner scene. And uh, I, th I think that Shanaz says that she uh, invited some other people that Lorraine isn't too fond of. It seems like. Is that it? Is that true? Uh, yeah. Once they said that, I was like, I don't think we have enough real estate in this show for there to be another group of people. Yeah. <laughs> that are going to like actually matter that much. Yeah. So they have the dinner scene and they're basically big up in Lorene and Tad for Hannah being a creative writer person. And they're like, oh, that's nothing. Like, you guys, you guys also have great kids. And Avi and Shanaz are like, yeah, but our kid is boring. Oh, Shanaz is like, our kid's boring. And Avi's like, our kid is a cardiac surgeon for kids or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like the creatives in downing. Like, like I'd idea yeah. for a sketch, like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the like mom a, is like, I'd rather her be a creative. Yeah, like, don't throw your life away and be a doctor. <laughs> what a fucking idiot, dude. You're a sketch writer. <laughs> I am a creative, and I would much rather be fucking a cardiac surgeon for fucking... If you're not a street artist, you're nothing. Yeah, yeah. so dumb. Um, and then the other couple, I, I don't even... I didn't even bother to write down their names. They were talking about something about, like, kid don't trying heroin, but, like, she's an artist, so, like, that's fine or something. There, there was some... It was preamble dinner banter. I Yeah. They just kind of come out with it like, yeah, well, our daughter did meth. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, Jesus. And they're but, like, oh, it's a fine. She's a professional dancer. You know, they all go through that phase. Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then Ted decides that he wants to give a toast. Yeah. And when he started this, did you think he was going to come out to the table? I thought that he was going to start the toast, and I thought that Laureen was going to out him to the table. Yes, I did too. I thought something so, like that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so he starts the toast, and he, you know he's 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 giving praise to Laureen, and it's like a good toast. It's he's a like, little staggered, though. <laughs> yeah, 
he he starts it off like I want to toast to my wife and like we're all so proud of you and Laureen starts laughing mm-hmm. and he's looking at her like what are why are you why are you doing this like why are you laughing and you could tell it seems like he's like oh no is she gonna out me mm-hmm. but he just keeps going with the toast and he's like you know we're all so proud of you you're like my best friend the person that I started a family with and then Laureen's just like stop with this bullshit <laughs> and then gets up and storms off and Tad's just kind of sitting there like oh boy here we go <laughs> and every and i love that avi and them are just like hey let's just let's just finish our meals let's yeah just, let's just, like, <laughs> well, everybody like yeah calm down and finish our meals See, this poor you know what i feel worse for is uh shanaz is that it yeah. she just was cooking all this food it was not catered like nope. they did all this work, they got people over, and now everyone just has to eat a weird solid meal. <laughs> and then we find out more stuff that makes it feel even worse for this woman. Like I don't know yeah. how I don't know if she's a nice person at all. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know with her whole little rant about yeah. like fuck that fucking bitch with her stupid fuck face. <laughs> yeah, so she's probably not the nicest. <laughs> she's probably you know now I'm wrong. I don't feel that bad. <laughs> She made fun of their kid too. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, she called yeah. her daughter boring for yeah. being a successful surgeon. Like, yeah, you uh, know, I retract that statement. <laughs> she wishes her daughter was on meth. Yeah. Just at least she'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next thing you see is uh, Lorene coming out of the bathroom. She flushes, and as she's about to go down the stairs, a door on the side opens, and a hand comes out grabs her pulls her into the room and she's like what the fuck i thought it was tad uh turns out it was avi mm-hmm. avi closes the door behind her and and she's like what's going on like what's what's happening why are you doing this and avi's like look i know that you and tad are having problems that much is evident at least from this toast tonight for sure and Lorraine's like, no, shut up. Like, you don't know what's going on at all, dude. And he's like, I know that you're having problems because Tad told me that you're having problems. She's like, Tad told you? And he's like, yep. And so I'm going to take this time to let you know that I love you. And then he, like, gives her a big old smooch. And Lorraine's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I cannot handle this right now. And Avi's like, well, what about last summer when we hooked up at the beach house or whatever? And she's like, well, that was a mistake. And then I felt bad for everybody involved. And <laughs> and she starts laughing at him. Or yeah. not at him, but she starts laughing just because, you know, she's having an unbelievable day. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like that I I I get the like just laughing as a reaction to that. Like all yeah. of this is just so absurd. Yeah. Like she walked out of therapy feeling great, had tenure, <laughs> thought her relationship was fine. Found out her husband's gay. Got Avi telling him that he loves her. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those, like, what else could go wrong yeah. today, laughs. You and know? that's why you say just pile it on, because then it becomes comical. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Five, you know five bad things happening to you. It's just like, after a while, it's just like funny. And now you're curious to see what else can happen. It's like, <laughs> it's it's what 2020 is in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> So she starts laughing and Avi's like, are you mocking me? Why are you mocking me? Don't laugh at me. She's like, I'm not mocking you, dude, but you just, you don't know what kind of day I'm having. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. 
and uh, you just need to go take a cold shower. And she yep. slips out. And I was like, I loved that scene. Yeah. I loved her reactions to everything's happening. It was perfect. Yep. So that is the end of the dinner party. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now we're back home with them. Yeah, now we're Which back Which I thought home. was going to happen. I, before the dinner party thing happened, I was like, oh, that's what's going <laughs> to... Yeah. yeah. So Tad and Laureen are just sitting at home. And uh, Laureen is like, are you really sure about this? Like, are you sure that you're not just confused or like you just aren't attracted to me anymore? And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure uh, it's not just you. And she's like, huh? And he's like, yeah. And I also watch a lot of gay pornography. (laughs) And then Laureen just sitting there with it. And she's like, so what? You just. You want to suck a cock now? Is that what you want? You want a dick in your mouth? And Dad's kind of like, I mean, I don't know. He's like, you want to? He's like, don't be, don't be crude about it. She's like, no, seriously, I just want to know. Like, yeah, it's like this is what you want. You want to, or do you want a dick in your ass, or do you want to put your dick in some guy's ass? And and Dad's just like, ugh, come on, dude. And that's when, and that's when Hannah's mom. You could see Hannah in her, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a Hannah-type question. You see, like, where the mom, where stuff from the mom transfers onto, like, Hannah. Like, yeah. Because this is exactly how Hannah would be questioning the situation. For for sure. Yeah. Um. So, at this point, the phone starts ringing. And uh, Lorene goes up to get it. And she's like, it's Hannah. Our daughter, Hannah. No, no, no but before that. She goes, oh, it's probably Avi. He's in love with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Tad looks like, what? Yeah, like, which is so great. Um, yeah. At that point, when she's like, oh, it's probably Avi. He said he told me that he's in love with me. At that point, I felt like Tad was going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not gay. Because he was like, I thought that he was going to be like, he felt jealousy because Avi was in love with her. And so oh. he was like, maybe I'm not gay because now I'm like pissed off or whatever. Oof, that would have ruined the whole episode if that happened. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't. Yeah. But it was like a tad being like, what the fuck? And then Lorene's just like, I know. Yeah. What a day, right? It just reminded me of that Breaking Bad scene when, uh, spoilers for Breaking Bad in five or three, two, one, if someone's still waiting to watch it. Um, I've never seen it, but I'm also never going to watch it. It's a great show. You should watch it. Um, yeah, I know, I, but so is Girls. And until we do a podcast about Breaking Bad, I ain't watch it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, it just reminded me of the scene where, uh, like, Skylar has an affair with her boss or whatever. And, like, in most shows, that would be, like, a whole season of, like, when she's going to get caught? When is he going to find out? And just, like, the end of that episode, she's, like, in the kitchen. Uh, Walter White comes in, and she's just like... Um, I fucked Ted <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> and it just like went the credits right there. And you're like, great. Like that's yeah. so dramatic. It was just like, Oh, she's just going to straight up tell him and they're going yeah. to deal with the next episode. Like, I like that she did. It wasn't like this obby thing was going to linger. It was just like, Oh, I just told him. Yeah. Like he knows now. So she goes to get the phone and she's like, Oh, it's Hannah. It's Hannah, our daughter. And I was like, why are you saying it like that? I didn't understand that. Because he's gay and she's trying to be like, hey, we have a kid together. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That was really stupid of me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, so 
she's as the phone's ringing she's like you know you have to tell her right you have to tell her and he's like i'll tell her but just you answer the phone and she's like all right but you gotta tell her and he's like i'll fucking tell her all right i'll i'll tell her so she answers the phone and hannah's like hey what's up mommy which i hate uh and lorraine's just like oh nothing what's up with you and then hannah just fucking goes on a blab rampage about like do you think i'm dramatic because i was going out with this guy and we went on one date, well, like half a date, and he said that I was really dramatic and blah, 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 blah. And the whole time, Lorraine is like, Hannah, Hannah, mm-hmm. Hannah. And Hannah's just bulldozing right over the, yeah. all of it. Just self-absorbed ranting to her parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lorraine gets fed up with it. And she's just like, Hannah, your father is gay. And then there's a pregnant pause, and Hannah goes, okay. And that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. Like, you knew that she was going to blurt it out once. Yeah, absolutely. The, like, repeated Hannah not saying anything. Like, that's the classic, yeah. like, okay, you have to say something absurd to get the person to stop talking. Yeah, exactly. Uh Overall, I really enjoyed this episode. There's a lot happening. I'm excited to see where the stuff that happened goes. Right? I, this was a banger, dude. Uh, like, I'm excited about the Ray. Like, and we said this before in another episode that kind of set up a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm excited to see what the Ray and Marnie thing happens. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see Hannah talk to Elijah about mm-hmm. this Elijah's dance that he's going to do. And he was like, I told you I was right. Yeah. Like, her confiding in him. Uh, we still have Adam and Mimi Rose floating out there in the world. We got this. Yeah. We got this Jess and Ace thing that's like super confusing. We get to maybe see uh, Shoshana put her hands on a hard cock. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Or they'll just like go to different bars and do the Sex in the City tour in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know. This was good. Set up a lot, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Like, I mean, we only have two episodes left in the season. Yeah. I mean, this is fucking going to be big and the next episode i feel like we're gonna get some answers because the title of the next episode is daddy issues so we're gonna get something at least oh man i mean i'm sure this is gonna be her talking to her dad about him coming out but the daddy issues title could also just deal with all of like uh marnie's dad issues jesse's got dad issues Oh yeah, um, dude. Th- does this... Adam have does Adam have parents? Yeah, Adam was just born of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his he was sister born... just came out of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Laird, Laird's about to be a daddy, so it could be a true, Laird stuff. true, true. Adam is the product of a uh, fucking table saw and <laughs> and a fucking piece of wood just getting it on. They birthed Adam. Because he's a big oak man who loves getting shit done with his hands, baby. Maybe he gets cast as a sitcom dad in a TV series. <laughs> Dude, you know what he's I just remembered? I remembered uh, that commercial that Adam did like mm-hmm. a season ago where he was like doing depression. No, that was this season. Yeah. That was this season? Yeah. That was a funny episode. That was a funny moment. That, and he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, this isn't why I became an actor. This is dumb. Oh man. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about daddy issues. See ya! I'm so confused. So maybe you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. How do you know? Because this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, and I'm doing it. And truthfully, I watch a lot of gay pornography. Oh, God.